All right, on today's show, uh, we got a little week of review for you. We got someone's first time on the track. Talked a little bit about used carts and budgets. And an awesome charity event for Spinal Bifida here in Jacksonville. Hope you enjoy. So, man, how was your weekend? It was all right. Um... In the middle of moving and stuff, but still found time to go get a buddy hooked up on, on carting, and man, that was a hell of a Saturday. It was a lot of fun. How about you? I was uh, got to do something I haven't done in probably three and a half years, and that's going on a little vacation without the little one. So I did the dad part of carting, but without the dad. <laughs> nice. Nice. So yeah, I just uh, went out with the in-laws and my wife out to a little lake place we have, and then my son went with my parents down to one of their friends' houses in Ocala, and there was, I don't know, like 30 kids there, ranging Ooh. from like 2 to 12. Um, it's just a big party atmosphere. They got like three acres of land or something out there, and they do, they go all out for the kids. Nice. So they took their coach down there. Um, parked it on the property, and all he did was just run and play and jump on trampolines and stuff like that. So if he would have went with us, he would have been bored out of his mind because right. the water was like, I don't know, 68 degrees or something like that. And the dog had a good time in the in the lake, but he was the only one that went in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kids, uh, the kids were out of track with us. So um, one of the things that was happening last week was Steven came out to the track with us, and he, uh, he had a blast watching the races, and he'd been talking about getting a card, and we'd been looking for one for him, but he was really ready to jump in, and after the weekend, one of our buddies said, hey, I've got a, a racer that is set up, hooked up, ready to go, just needs a driver and an engine, and so I talked to him, and we, we worked something out, and I went and grabbed it, I brought it home, Stephen came over to my house Friday evening after work, and we just pounded on getting that thing ready for him the seat didn't fit so we had to borrow a larger seat that i had um, from my new cart and just dump that on there and ultimately i said let's just get his cart ready to go so right. yeah that was friday night thrashing and that we took my motor my clutch everything straight from mine so we'd be ready to go testing on saturday and you know for a cart that has not been scaled or balanced basically just tightened everything in place. We have no idea what even the jacking or angles are. We have no <laughs> idea what toe or cast or camera. And he went out there and he did 15 straight laps, came in, and he was smiling. He That's was what happy. it's all about there. He was happy. He's like, I couldn't be happier with this thing. And uh, we didn't have a – it came with a Micron 4, and so we didn't have a beacon out there. But Scott, uh, one of our other buddies, he showed up to, to hang out. And he brought his beacon with him. So we oh, set nice. it up, and they went out again, and Steven just clocked 42-4. Again, first time out on really old bridgestones that we have no idea the life wow, on. Yeah. You know, but he was nailing it and having an amazing time. And I took the kids with me as well. So the kids were in the car. They would get out, walk around, run around like crazy. And then when we had to get serious, it's like, hey, guys, you guys want to get back in the car? And uh watch a movie or something and like, yeah and so they would run into the car and for 15 minutes i'd be no kids right i'd be nice you know nice just carting and not carting dad and then at home uh yeah we'll get down and we'll come back into the pits and the kids would jump out and they would push and, and you know spin the tires and all that good stuff so 
it was a hell of a time, man. It was really good. I know you kept saying you wish you were there, but yeah, having an amazing. <laughs> I was having a little good time myself. Um, so tell everybody a little bit on the inside of uh, Stephen, how we kind of got him going. Yeah. So Stephen's wife is actually the realtor who sold <laughs> the house that I I'm living in now, the house he just moved into. And so one of the days during kind of inspection and walking around, he was there and. He's a big Formula One fan from from England, and we started talking about racing, and next thing you know, he's like, yeah, I used to do track days in England, but since I've been here four years, I've had nothing, you know, and just really wants to get back into racing and something. So I said, well, you live in Jacksonville. We're the only place that has that free go-kart track. I that's tell right, everybody about right. And so, uh, you know, the next weekend, he came out the track with me, hopped in my cart, did one session, like lap six or lap seven, he took the mini ball too fast and bounced off the tire barrier. I keep saying tire barrier, the plastic barrier there. So he just bounced off of that. And, you know, he, he felt a little bad, but he knew he wanted to do it. He was close. And he was, he did 43 on that day, which is kind of interesting because he did a 43 in my cart that was all set up, but it was his first day. Yep. Now that he's actually driven the track and seen some footage and video, in his own cart that's not set up at all, he did a 42-4, which is pretty cool. So that's why he was so happy with it, you know, to just get in and to go even quicker than he did before. He's still in that development, you know, getting quicker phase. Right. That right. was cool. But, yeah, that was it. He just he really wanted to get back into into motorsport in some way, shape, or form. And it was, uh, you know, we just kept talking, kept texting on stuff, and finally added him to our little Facebook chat group. And yep. Super addicted. I mean, I'm dealing crack. It's a car <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we got him a cart, and yeah, it's a, it's a used cart, which is kind of what I usually say if you're starting to find a used cart. That's what I did, and I found it to be the the right way to do it. So yeah, and on that note, um, Scott was texting me a few times, and he called me a few times asking for gearing advice and and everything because of the race he says you know he was just only getting up to what like 5200 rpm or something i know yeah. it was really low so i know he went ahead and changed his driver and rear sprocket combination to i think an 1861 or something like that or on saturday he had a 1957 1957 which is what i run right but i you know he was getting up to, he was getting up to 5700 or so you know, the peak is 61. He said and he turned to 44, which is like three and a half seconds faster than the race lap. So, I mean, he said he was really excited about that. So, right. progress. It's progress. Slow, Lots of progress. But again, yeah, chasing fun. That's it. Chasing fun. fun. Um, but he did not. He was he was out there with him. Steven was, was catching him very quickly on the lap. They had one guy, um, just a spectator who happened to be there, go, what's, what's the difference between these two cars? Why is this one so much faster than the other one? <laughs> Scott, you gotta get it together. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, he's gonna he's gonna drop to a, a 58 because uh, and I told him on the 57 you just have no pull out right. of this low corner, which leads longer straights, you know, and you're just gonna get left behind, especially when there's no one to draft with. Exactly. Once the other cart disappears, you just have nothing. So, and the track was just slower that day, so it's all good. Yeah. So, um, to the point that Emmanuel's making about buying used carts. Um, I started off on a used cart. Emmanuel started off on a used cart. Um, Steven and Scott both got all used carts, but it's a question that comes up all the time on, you know, what, what does it actually cost to get into a 206? And it's, it's kind of a hard question to ask 
because you have different driving mentalities, in my opinion. You have some guys who think it's going to be easy, you know, just spend the money. It doesn't matter. I'll be fast no matter what. And then they sit in the cart and be like, maybe I bought the wrong cart. You know, right. why Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? You know, so when it comes to a budget, it's all about what do you want to accomplish? Right. You know, are you chasing fun or are you chasing championship? Um, are you are you going to have, like, the ability to keep your mind open to take advice? Because right. we've met a lot of closed-minded people in the short time we've been in carding that you just can't tell them anything. You just can't. And it's just, it's their way or no way. And if that's the case, you know, you have to always have that open mind that there's a good chance the cart's not wrong. It's right. the driver. I mean, a lot of the time it is, right? So, you know, we, we try to avoid making a lot of changes, you and I, for that specific reason. Because, it, you know, we sit there going, what's wrong? And you know what? Maybe it's just the driver. You adjust your driving style, right? Right. I think they, one of the recent podcast episodes kind of segue in a little bit um, from Fiji Group that you listen to is Colin Braun. You know, and, and Colin and Ross were just driving and he talked to them. You know what? Just drive. Just drive and drive and adjust to it as you drive and drive, you know. Yep. That's that's one of the things. So, yeah, a lot of people, you know, we've, we've met just seem to think the motor is wrong or, you know, there's something wrong with the engine or the, the car tires are, don't have any grip, the clutch is getting too hot. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it's, it's always Air temperature. <laughs> you know, the burger ate didn't settle down very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. So like a little backstory on how I got started. Um, I was selling my road racing car at the, at the time and it was a car I learned how to drive in. So I had this car for 17 years and I'm getting depressed because it's just cost me way too much money because I'm breaking everything. And um, I was home one day and Emmanuel called me. He's like, Hey, uh, are you home? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm home. He's like, all right, I got somebody stopping at your house. I'm like, all right, what do you got going on? He's like, I bought you a go-kart. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? He's like, I bought you a go-kart. I found a good deal that's coming to your house. And I'm like, dude, I don't have any money. Don't worry about it. You know, when you sell your car, just give it to me when you can. Well, it's more so, <laughs> more so, I just needed it to get it off the guy's hand, and he was closer to you than me. And I just didn't want to go pick it up and have you come to my house and deal with all that. So it was just easier to say, hey, yeah, I'll – just drop it off this house. It's like 10 minutes, 10 minutes on the roof from you. I'll take care of you. Go. Go. So it worked out really well. Yeah, so I got a 2010 XP. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Coyote, just a roller, no engine. Um, came with the body, came with wheels, tires, steering wheel, um, and a seat for $500. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to getting this car, we just got, we just happened to be the right place at the right time. We found a motor for 400 bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, by the time you get done replacing some bearings and some worn out parts, I was up and running for a thousand dollars. Yeah. Now I had a pretty decent car for a thousand dollars, but those don't come up all the time. Right. So when people are asking like, you know, how do I get started? You know, how much should I, how much should I, uh, put aside to get a cart? It's kind of a hard question to ask. Yeah. And, you know, it's, Sometimes you get lucky, like like I did. Now, yeah. when you got your car, yours was a little bit more than mine. Yeah, I, I took a longer route. So I knew I wanted something that had local support because, God forgive me, I suck at figuring out mechanical stuff, right? Um, <laughs> now, once I have it down, I'm pretty good about it. I'm, I've got a good brain for engineering things. I just hate learning everything from scratch. So I, ha- I found 
that locally there were seven or eight coyotes out of the 12 or 13 cars. It was margays and coyotes when I, when I, I saw them. And there was a guy coming from New York who had posted it, a uh, coyote for sale. It was decent equipment. The, the kid had won some races, so I knew they took care of their stuff. I asked around, and, you know, um, one person who knew them was like, yeah, no, they take really good care of their stuff. So it was 1400 for a 2014 white, no, 2014 XC. It wasn't a white track. Um, but it was a... Uh, it was a part, and it needed a few things to get going, and it was set up for Junior. Now, I didn't know this at the time, so they brought it down, and I met them at the track, and I picked it up, and I went and asked, okay, what do I do to get this going for me to race locally? And to change it over from Junior to Senior at the time, you know, it was an inch and a quarter axle, and everybody's running a, a 30 mil axle at the time. It's like, you got to buy a new hub, and, new, and I just, it was 600 bucks. Uh, so I had spent, yeah. you know, 1400 bucks on the cart. I had to spend another 600 And that was before before I get an engine. Right. Just to have it, you know, ready to go for local. And so I was talking to, you know, Ron Tolls, and he goes, you know, I, I have an old cart sitting there. Instead of messing with this junior, just leave it as is. It's already set up. Why don't you trade me and take my really old cart, but it's set up to go. All you do is bolt an engine to it, and then we'll find a junior because we're always looking for more young people in the sport anyway. Right, always. And I said, Ron, absolutely. And I bought a brand new body. Mine didn't come with a body. So I bought a brand new body, shipped it over to Ron, say, Ron, you keep the new body. I'll just take your old cart as is, as set up. You know, and that's, that's exactly what I got started in. So I, I spent essentially 1400 plus 200 on a new body, 1600 And then I bought a, a new engine from TS. So I spent 2400 um, to get going, but yeah, I mean that for that price range, what I got was a cart that was driven by someone who had won national champions, right? Yeah, and, it was, it's fast right off the yeah. bat. It's still fast today, it's right off really the bat. Fast. Everyone who sat in that cart has turned faster laps than either one of us ever did. Yeah, you know, starting off, and you know, we're starting to scratch our heads like, and this is the '04, <laughs> and you know, we got a 2010 and a 2015, and yeah, we can barely so keep fast. up with that one. Hmm. Well, there's a there's a thing I always, you know, I've heard in motorsports, I've always heard it, and I've never actually experienced it until now, is what you do once you get started is you find the champion's old equipment, right? That's what Haas Formula One team did. They bought the previous generation Ferrari, and they immediately scored good points, right, in, in right. the championship. That's sort of the same theory. Is if you can find old equipment that was run by someone who ran up front, then you have a good chance of succeeding with that equipment. So that's sort of the approach I took. And Stevens was also very similar. Um, the person who gave the cart to the person I actually ultimately purchased it from, he was a front runner as well. Right. So we knew everything about that cart was good to go, at least for driving, right? It may not have all the bells and whistles to run up front today. It's been sitting, it's sitting for two years. But we got... You know, Steven going full package, you know, with, with an engine and everything, all together, Micron, helmet. You know, he bought his helmet separate. Neck brace, jacket, um, wheels and tires, everything together, and he's out the gate for $2,000. That's crazy. I mean, so, and like I said, he got out there without any setup. The cart was instantly fast. Yeah, instantly fast. So yep. um, now we got to go and obviously get it dialed in and scaled and stuff. But, yeah, $2,000 is a pretty decent budget, you know, for – 
for LO206. Let's just yeah. kind of put around there. Um, you might get, you know, very fortunate and get lower than that. But that that was what we found that uh, he was happy with. So, and I can't speak for everybody else, obviously. Right. So when it comes to this, you know, we've gotten so much, uh, I guess, experience looking for used deals. Every because day. Because <laughs> we're always online looking for used deals. I because... think I get tagged every <laughs> post that comes up for sale. <laughs> Every time by somebody. So if you're out there and you're looking for a way to get started in a 206 or, or whatever, you know, just let us know. Yeah. We can help you find uh, carts. I mean, for Stephen, we looked at carts all the way from Ohio to Pennsylvania. Yeah. We try to get one shipped down from Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, so we, we'll search anywhere, everywhere to find your cart to get you out here on the track with us um, and just have as much fun as we possibly can. Uh, so the good thing about 206 is that they're they're for sale all the time. Yeah. Um, they're not very labor intensive. No. To get started. Zero. And you know it's it's an awesome package. So um, that's pretty much it on uh, getting you know how we got started in yeah these I mean, uh, these cars that we have. And that's I mean that's really the path I think a lot of people we know have taken right. Yeah. If you have the means and you have local support for a certain chassis and you can afford to buy a new right there because everybody's running it and you know the baseline setup from them absolutely right. right but if you're not immediately going to compete up front at least you know you're not going to have the skill and the time then you're going to have a learning curve so start on something more affordable and used in two years you'll want something new there may be nothing wrong with your cart but you'll want something new right. everybody has that syndrome yep. right so if you bought something affordable, then being able to jump up when you sell your used stuff, you know, it's, it's a better, you know, bang for plus if you want to think about it that way, as opposed to buying new and that, you know, drive the car off the lot, you know, and then it, it depreciates by 50% kind of philosophy applies here. You know, you buy new, you put on the track, you scrape one piece of it, you know, you sort of um, That's it. it. So, yep, used use is the way to go, or at least my advice. Just make sure you can get some background on it, and you're good to go. Yeah, so this weekend coming up, um, here in Jacksonville, we have this really cool event, and it's it's a charity event. It's a six-hour enduro race for uh, Spinal Bifida. Um, it's going to be April 8th, um, and it is a sold-out event, and there's going to be 25 teams. I think this year they're actually running both Saturday and Sunday. So historically, it's just been one day. Yeah. But this year, they're adding a LO206 specific race, for just a Sunday, which is pretty cool. Um, if you're in the area and you can come check it out, Chris um, Chris McCoy and endurance karting he, he puts an amazing event. Yeah, so again, this is for the uh, charity for Spinal Bifida. If you need some more information, please check out jacksgrandprix.org. Uh, donate if you can. Like I said, there's 25 teams, four to six drivers per team. You know, six hour enduro. Uh, you know, just go down there, check it out. It's you know, most of it is free to to get in. Um, if you want to walk around the paddock, it might cost you maybe 10 bucks at the most or something. Um, but come in, check it out, support it, donate if you can. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you – most of the people, I think, uh, Chris, I forgot the exact number, but every year they've had it, a large percentage of the people are first-timers or novice carters. So even though it's a six-hour six hour endurance race, it's really just a charity event. Right. And if you've never driven a cart before, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. This is a cool event to jump into. So yep, it's a drive and drive style program. Yep, completely a drive and drive. Just show up and drive. Now the Sunday is the LO206. They have LO206 
car to rental as well. But if you have your own TIK um, body um, 206, you can bring it and your entry fee is significantly reduced. So yeah, check out Jack's, that's J-A-X, grandprix.org, jacksgrandprix.org, and um, a lot of information there. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed. Have a good weekend. Bye.